Welcome to Will Nerds. This is episode 227. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to talk about motorcycles. And motorcycles. And more motorcycles. And more and more and more motorcycles. Do you have motorcycles, friends? Do you have motorcycles at home? Do you need another motorcycle? That's your cue to say yes, Chuck. Yes. Do you need perhaps a motorcycle with a sidecar that goes fast? Yes. Because it turns out one is available right now to buy. You don't say. Yes. Bargains, bargains, bargains. So you're selling the the, the bandit. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're selling the bandit. I'm. Which came out of left field for me. Well, it came out of left field for me too. Shelly came to me and she was just like, what's this about Todd selling his bike? And I'm like, what, the, what and the mean? record screech happened and <laughs> Chuck like spit out whatever was in his mouth. And because I was like literally just at your house mm-hmm. and yeah. you're like, I'm not buying nothing. The, the, the rock, the bandit staying here. I'm going to mm-hmm. have the Vespa and mm-hmm. I'm going to get my flow. Yeah. Everything's going to be bitching. Yeah. And I make, you know, if the bandit doesn't sell, it doesn't sell, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm not willing to like, like nickel and dime down to the bottom of the barrel on it. But a uh, friend but. who has, <laughs> but well, so it's one of those things where it's, you know, like, you say all that shit, and like I just ordered a new exhaust for it too. Uh-huh. Um, a friend who's got a really fancy touring rig uh-huh. um, is looking to unload the touring rig. So what does he have? Uh, it's a GS with a Hannigan. Wow. Yeah. So a really nice touring rig. Um, so he's he's trying to he's trying to he's trying to convince me to buy it, and he's you know if it's uh you know he, the, the bro price is. Is compelling and what, what do you doable. Think do you think it's it's a sound bike? Or? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like he knows what he's doing, fixing things and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, like I know the history of the bike. I helped him buy it. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, rode it a little bit before, so I'm like, hmm. But you know, the I need space and money and that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 not gonna be. I worry as fast as the Bandit. I mean, it's just not right. It's heavier and is not yeah. actually as powerful. Right. But, you know, I've been thinking about a touring ring for a while and getting something toury that I could take kids further with. And, you know, I'm like, eh, let's give it a shot. You know, okay. So maybe somebody wants a rocket like the Bandit. Uh-huh. Yay. Uh, maybe they don't. In which case, whatever, I'll keep using the Bandit and I'll fix it up and we'll go. Because the Bandit's, it's not perfect. It's not a fancy touring sidecar rig, but it's a good do-everything rig, you know. About this, about this GS rig. Yes. If you can't buy it. Yeah, you you might you might know someone else who 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 could buy it. Yeah, actually, I even asked him about that, and he said, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> but I was like, "I gotta I gotta make sure I keep Chuck away for a little bit with a spray bottle." I've noticed you make sure you were I've, studiously not telling me about it. Yes, I was to the I was, point I was where my dancing. wife was coming up to me. I like, was dancing around it a little bit. I was like, oh, let's see, maybe I can. You're all, you're always like the first to send me like, oh look at this Rocket Three with the touring rig, Jagger. Oh look, look, Jagger, it's a, it's a Hayabusa with a sidecar. This time I'm standing there with a wooden spoon. I'm like, get the fuck your hands, no, hands off. Yeah, yeah, to the point where he's like, you were just at Todd's. What do you know about him wanting to buy a new bike? What? <laughs> Actual conversation. Sneaking around in the darkness. You mean there's something Todd's looking at that he hasn't told me about? He's going to buy that shit. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what happens, you know. Suddenly, I have questions. If somebody if somebody wants to buy the Bandit, then, you know, I'll make it happen. If they don't, um, you know, I won't. I'd probably end up having to sell, like, the Vespa and the Bandit to do it. Yeah, um, just to make the room. Yeah, the room and the money. 
okay. even even at bro price we're talking about a pretty fancy setup here right okay so, so don't say to vote bro, bro, i'm not going to say air, bro price hold fingers up in the air so i can get an idea wait it was slower <laughs> okay oh yeah okay okay yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. so you know it's compelling you know, some of, some of it is he he bought this one to tour with his kids, and he really wants it to. Honestly, he wants to get it to someone else who would tour with his kids, right? Yeah, because he sees this as like the destiny of this bike. You, you, know. you know, I got kids, right? Yeah, I know. John. <laughs> I, I so to to my credit, I asked him up front. I'm like, okay, so let's say I can't make this happen. Would you extend that price to Chuck? He's like, who's Chuck? <laughs> I explain it. And he's like, he'll ride it, right, and use it. I'm like, yeah, he'll use the shit out of it. I'm like, he's like, okay. All right. Yeah, because if I got that, I could get rid of GS and the Euro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we'll see what happens. That leaves room for another bike. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see what happens. We'll see if it comes together. Honestly, I'm I'm in a weird spot because I'm like, on the one hand, I'm like, it'd be really cool to have that, something different, something new, without having to like come up with a whole shitload of money from somewhere. Yeah. Sell the other stuff. On the other hand, if I like end up still with the bandit, I'm like, meh. Yeah, you like the bandit. I like the bandit. I like it a lot. You've got that kind of dialed in the way you want. Yeah, especially since I finally got out to actually ride it for what it's really meant for, which is just tearing through the freaking corners. Okay. Um, you know, yeah. and so, yeah. I a, can't. a GS would be disappointing to you. I, th- there's a part of me that honestly really worries about that. Like a GS going through the corners would be somewhat disappointing. Because I don't know if, it, I'm, I'm riding a 2001. Mm-hmm. It is ass old. Mm-hmm. It's on its second motor. <laughs> all that I, I i get on the gs and the word pokey kind of echoes in my head really yeah interesting now keep in mind my other ride is a high high boost so there's a yeah there is a there is a i mean but i mean you know i'm, I'm 200 metropolitans down on the bandit so, yeah you know that the, the the gs is 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 it's kind of pokey yeah not like like the, the way the thruxton was sure but yeah yeah, it's not it's not it's not like the bandit, especially the bandit with the whole shot everything that just wants to be like, hey, let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like that. So yeah, I I I worry a little bit about that. And you know, and as you say, I've got that thing dialed, you know. So mm-hmm. my my willingness to to, you know, go to the bottom dollar is not that great, honestly. Though on the other side of this coin, and mm-hmm. I, I can't believe I'm I'm mm-hmm. making this argument, except for the fact that I'm sure it's occurred to you. Mm-hmm. You'll have a flow, right? With instant torque. If I need, to, if I need to go, <laughs> and that also has occurred to me. If I just need to get on something that goes all the fast, you, um, you have that coming. That's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, if I just mm-hmm. need to like just just fucking go for broke up one of the canyons and then like coast home, um, <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I yeah. This is this is all part of my calculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing actually that really like clicked in my head a little bit was when my wife said to me next time the guys go for a big ride down south you could go with them for days and days and be totally comfy and i'm like oh yeah if you're on a, a gs rig yeah yeah and i i and then having ridden now the bandit for like a whole day straight like it's work you know it's like a side it's a sidecar sidecars are always more work yeah it's work i could actually probably ride it further than i was giving myself credit for okay, um, okay. some of that is that i finally got the fucker set up right uh-huh. And you know, as it as it is with the sidecar, the constant like, wait, wait, okay, just a little, okay, just a little, just a little more, okay, and and there, no, not enough, one more half degree, too much, go back, quarter degree, you know, like 
you know, you say all these words mm-hmm. as you, as you're talking to me, mm-hmm. but all yeah. I can see in my mind is you just outside of uh, Durango, mm-hmm. weeping at a gas station. Yeah, <laughs> wishing wishing the day was over a couple couple of things have often occurred to me about that ride (laughs) one of which is i should have had the goddamn windshield and stuff yeah because that makes a big difference difference. huge difference yeah um the other thing was i probably shouldn't have been trying to ride it fast you know you were trying to ride it fast yes it's trying my ass off i was trying so hard to ride that was trying chuck even trying looks like even on the downhill part yes Okay. That's what trying looks like. Is that, that's what tr- crying. That's what crying looks like. <laughs> I have a picture of it. I know what crying yeah. looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I'm, I, yeah, these are all, these are all things going through my head because as you say, yeah, I, I, I t- you've already got the rig you like. I got the rig I really like. And I'm like, do I really want to upset the apple cart at this point? Plus I've also, you know, I'm at that point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> the answer is always The answer yes. is almost always yes. <laughs> Reality check. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. So listeners, if you do want an absolutely awesome rig, yeah, the bandit's for sale. You should describe it. I'll pick it, you up then. at the airport. Just describe the bandit. Okay. Um, pick you up at the airport. You should offer to write it out to them. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick them up at the airport in the bandit. You know, if they had any doubts that it runs good. No, you got to take it to them and then you fly back. <laughs> mm, probably not. Or I'll go with you and you can, we'll just come back together. I'll take my car. I'll follow you in my car and Mm -hmm. then we'll drive back. All right. All right. Then I might not want to give it up though. No, fuck's sake. A 2002 Suzuki Bandit with Texas sidecar. Awesome running, awesome riding sports sidecar. This is a ready to ride anywhere rig that turns heads around town and is a blast to ride in the canyons. Uh Gobs more power than a Ural and 100 pounds less metal. Fuck you. It tracks nice and straight with only one hand on the bars at speed and overall has medium steering effort for a sidecar rig. I would be scared to ride that at speed with one hand on the bars. I don't know why. It's actually really stable. It, okay. Yeah. It just I, it just freaks me. I, I think like it's once that you... one time I went riding with you mm-hmm. at speed on the mm-hmm. Bandit. Yeah. And it just felt like the thing wanted to. It was adjusted not nearly as well at that point. Okay. Um, is part of it. It's better now. It's a lot better now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's running about a one and a half degrees lean out, uh, five eighths inches toe in. Okay. Um, they actually have positive camber on the, on the sidecar wheel. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> with a skilled rider, this rig absolutely rails through corners in summer. With a windshield and winter tires, you can laugh at the people who stop riding for winter. And by the way, it does come with two rear wheels, one with a snow tire. Do you know any out. skilled riders? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I keep one in the back chained up. <gasps> cool stuff. Ride in all seasons. Does, does Nick know you keep Sarah in the back chained up? <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Uh, yeah. So Hi, it, it, it rides in all seasons. It's fast as fuck. It's a bandit. Uh, the front brakes are really nicely adjusted. I rebuilt the back brake completely. Um, okay. So it's as good as back brakes ever get, honestly, mm-hmm. is kind of my assessment of it. Um, maneuverable. Now that the everything's the way it should be, the front end is pretty good. You know, it, It's not as good as like a Euro with the I leading should, link. I should send this ad to my coworker who has a bandit. Yeah. And kids. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's rock solid. That Texas sidecar frame is fucking bomb proof. Mm-hmm. Um. It's got the whole, all the suspensions rebuilt on the sidecar itself because it needed it. Um, and the paint on the sidecar is actually shockingly good. Um, the known bike seat. Known problems. The bike, known problems because I'm the guy who actually says them. Yes. The bike seat nice. is Thank fucked. You. The part that the person sits on riding is in good shape. Everything behind you, and I'm talking like an inch and a half behind your ass to the back of the seat is all ripped to shit. 
I, know, I don't know what happened. It looks we like somebody know had a someone knife fight. That, can, that can do something. Oh yeah, about if that. I keep this thing, Gwen is totally gonna see this thing. <laughs> um, it's got dings and scrapes, of course. You know, there's sure. the dent in the tank that was there when I bought it. There's a scrape down on the yep. case that probably goes with that, is my guess. Okay. From where Junior dropped it. Okay. Um, and there's a there's a dent in the sidecar, or not a dent, like a scrape on the sidecar where it looks like a rock or some shit hit me. Okay. I don't know. Um, got some rust and grunge, of course. Sure. Um, and then that shock on the sidecar. Um, the collar of it rubs the fender just like a tiny little bit. Okay. Um, and so it's been rubbing it, you know, forever. Um, and so there's a scratchy bit and you have to stick your head down in to see it, but it's down there. Okay. Um, and then the cause there's a, the sidecar wheel has this cap thing in the middle and it's dented like a hubcap. No, it's not like a hubcap. It's like a, like a beauty cap that goes over the actual like axle bolt. Okay. And it, the beauty cap is dented. Oh. I'm seeing a new beauty cap. Okay. So, yeah. Listeners, if you show up on a sidecar rig, you can test ride it. Otherwise, you know, we, we're going to have to go to a parking lot because, you know, this is this is because reasons. This is not the time to take your first ride on the bandit on a road on a sidecar. Let's let's go to a parking lot first. I don't know. This sounds like the perfect time for the first for a lot of firsts. <laughs> we'll put the we'll put the uh, boys from Colorado in that thing. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, I should have had the boys from Colorado ride this. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, nope. Norco. That would be a very bad idea. Get the Norco guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See was... how many of them make it back. Oh, they, they, I'm I'm worried they wouldn't make it back. Neither would the Bandit. They'd be like, <laughs> keep the keep the George. <laughs> and you're like, oh, all right. And the Superhawk. I'd be like, I don't want the Superhawk. <laughs> <laughs> they come back for it. All right, we'll take it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I'll take this. I mean, I, I joke. I joke with my. I do joke with my daughter all the time, and I've got her making the in a ditch joke. No, no. Someone steals the bandit. We'll know where to find them in the ditch. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, sidecars. They're everything you know is wrong. So, just like Uncle Brewer. <laughs> so yeah, uh, bandit for sale. Available now, seventy five hundred. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. If it works, great. If not, I'm just going to keep on working on making it better and tweaking it. And now I can get parts. So, you know, that's cool. Yeah. And then you can reduce me to your friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I figure, I figure worst case scenario, then if you buy it, then that just means you're holding it for me. for a while. <laughs> when, when he bought it, there was a certain part of me. It was like, I just have a friend who's holding none of that for me. <laughs> That's okay. That's, that's how that goes, right? You may right. just be holding the flow for me for a bit. Uh, who knows? <laughs> All things are possible in the fullness of time. We have other things that uh, other things that we don't sale. necessarily want to hold, yeah. such as a Honda Monkey in Pocatello, or thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, seems a little steep. Yeah, twenty nineteen Honda Monkey, excellent condition, installed aftermarket Yoshimura exhaust, have factory off. Exhaust included, 175 miles. Then I realized this was a mistake. It was at this point that I realized I'd done bad things. <laughs> I realized this wasn't a Grom. <laughs> Oops, it's not a Grom. Uh, yeah, I, I can see what Honda's trying to do with the Honda Monkey. because I'm sure they you know, they had most of the bits and pieces around, and they're like, fuck it, the Grom's going, well, let's try making the Monkey again. <laughs> and people are like, uh, you're making the Monkey again. What? <laughs> Neat. Uh, can I buy a Grom? <laughs> Do you have any Groms available? Send Grom. Send a Grom. Send Groms. But uh, yeah, that, that I don't know. I it, 
the weird thing about it is that it almost seems like the sort of it seems so quintessentially Honda. They make a thing that is genuinely really cool and unique. Uh, the Viffer, the Valkyrie, uh, the Grom, yep. right? And then that goes well, and they're like, okay, but what if we took it and made it like lamer and samier with other stuff? That would sell, yeah, because people like the lamier, samier stuff we sell, Shadow. Um, shadow owners everywhere are like, where's Todd? I would <laughs> fuck him up. You know what it is? It's a couple of Honda engineers. Yep. They're looking at a wall of parts bin. Mm-hmm. And now there's a section with that says Grom parts. Yeah. And that just added to the things they could put together. Okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> what other bike can you make with these? Uh, mon- monkey? M- monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Monk Let's go monkey. with monkey. Yeah. Monkey. Yeah. Monkey. Tell the boss monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We, we can go cooler than that. <laughs> that this is a good ad for the, the uh, this coolness. It's a Ducati Scrambler, original owner. First edition, $8,800. Wait, isn't has 2,900 miles now. All services done at Ducati in Utah. This is the Urban Enduro trim. Looks brand new. Runs perfect. Has many extras. Has titanium termagunoni exhaust. Sounds monstrous, just like pronouncing the name. Mm-hmm. Same block as 796 Monster, 80. Three CCs L twin. Come test drive with motorcycle endorsement and insurance. I need to photo each of those for a test drive. Garage cab comes with cover and bubble helmet from Builtwell hmm. and some gloves from Builtwell. This is a first edition bike, Todd. Uh, I want to stress first edition. What? Who mint, cares? Mint condition. Who cares? Except for the fact that it's got an aftermarket exhaust on it, which doesn't count as mint anymore. First edition. Why do I care? Why are my whiskers getting caught on the microphone? I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, first edition. I, I don't. Is this what the hipsters? I don't know, dude. Is this a thing? I don't know, dude. First edition. Weirdly, I think I know right where this is parked. Uh, I used to live nearby. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, specifically, I used to live nearby, and this house always had like. A couple of random ass Gootsies and various stages of repair out in front of it and shit. Yeah, now he's got a scrambler. Now there's a scrambler, but it's a first edition, first edition. scrambler, I guess. Signed. I, I signed. What does it say? Signed. It doesn't. I'm just okay. Making up just shit. making shit up. Signed by by the, the Ducati guy. By Mr. By Alf- Steve Ducati. Alfredo. Alfredo Ducati. <laughs> oh, good. Ducati yes. Zismo. Mm-hmm. And it's it comes with a certificate of authenticity. Uh huh. Authenticione and and, uh, and uh, some some a can of Chef Boyardee and a, a, a bottle of vino. Yeah, but, well, partially, partially, partially partial, drank bottle, partial of bottle, <laughs> and well, it's, it's in a box. Yeah, but, <laughs> it's, it's a box. Of, and by bottle, we mean we mean box, box, of course, box yeah. wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little dented, but still good. <laughs> yeah, so. First edition. That's I, the, I, I, I couldn't get off of that. I did. What? Who can? <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what that means as far as motorcycles. I don't either. Does that first just edition. Mean it's like the first year. Wait, wait, wait. Does it mean something like the Ulysses we looked at last week where it's like first edition Ulysses? Wait, the one that had the bad steering lock? I guess. Questions, questions? Just the so first. Like, this, is the, this is the one before they ironed all the kinks out? I guess. 
Uh, yes. It's the Strom with the rattling clutch basket. Yes. It's the Ulysses that makes funny noises and doesn't turn the front far enough. Yes. It's the Viffer that burns its own valves. Yes. It, on and on it goes. Why do we want this bike? I don't know. First, I, I just it's never. The KLR without the doohickey. Don't it, buy a 1.0. Do I need to keep going down this line? It's entertaining. You got more? <laughs> Not right off the top of my head, but I'm sure I can come, we'll come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no. hoping I don't have any. For but fuel. why is that a selling point? Why I put that in the headline? I don't know. I think it's I think it's because honestly, though this is a fun as shit bike to ride, having ridden the Sarahs, uh-huh. um, this is also a bit of a fashion accessory, right? It's hipstery. Yeah, it's Ducati. Yeah. It's a cafe. It's got it's got all the things it needs to it's be a, a fashion accessory. Yeah, it's you urban. Ro- you roll up with this thing at the coffee garden, which is by the way about three and a half blocks from here, um, where this bike is parked, um. And people are going to be like, oh, you showed up on a Ducati Scrambler, which, by the way, they won't be. Um, <laughs> no one will say that. No one will say that. Um, but, but you're thinking it in your head that that's what's going to happen. Could, could you not park there and leave sir, it open for a car? Sir. Sir. Could you not park your bike on the sidewalk? Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Urban Enduro, I mean. Urban Enduro. So you will be edition. able to go as high as 35 miles an hour sometime. First edition. If you're on 7th East and there's no one else and it's the middle of the night, you can hit 45, but there's a cop. <laughs> there's always a cop. Mm-hmm. Spider trike motorcycle. Uh, what? <laughs> West Valley, $10,000. Hey, this is close to your class. Your house, you could get this. OBO, I or best offer, could. in case you didn't know what that meant. It's very good of them to explain it to us. Yes. Heavy-duty race car class. Not finished. No time to finish. Don't want to finish. Either I need help to finish for part ownership, or we'll pay wages for someone to work on it, or you can buy it outright. Wait, what? $10,000 into it so far in parts. Want to get it done. Honda 1100 engine. <laughs> Excuse me. Excited to see it done. We'll consider trades. Wow. What? Yep. No. So not not only is it not done, they're like, well, if, if you want me to pay you bottom dollar to get it done, I'll totally do that. <laughs> or or here's it. You can come and work on it. I'll give you part ownership. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or I'll pay you money to work on it. With this with this crazy heavy steel chassis big thing i'm with like a, i'm more the honda 1100 motor that's the, that's the part where i'm like okay that's a good motor in a mid-size cruiser right? yeah like it's a genuinely good motor it's one but of the better shadow motors he's building a car but there's a freaking car built on it now yeah that, that's a car frame that is not going to be fast at all and he calls it a heavy duty race car yes well at you know it, it he didn't specify what you're racing <laughs> Like Conestoga wagons, I don't know. <laughs> Vespas, the, the, I mean, the smaller guy, Vespas. This man saw Megaforce, uh huh, and he had feelings. Ah, uh, okay, yep, <laughs> yep. He had ideas. It has a certain Mad Max appeal to it. It does, right? <laughs> Just not, not maybe enough to, with that motor. Not, probably not with that motor, and not enough that I would actually, you know, spend uh, money. Say, yeah. Right. So it's a reverse trike. I mean, what yep. kind of racing? Um, is, I'm gonna I'm gonna there, go with this. This guy had. Is there trike racing? I don't think so. This person had. Okay, so so what they had is they had half of a Shadow 1100. Okay, uh-huh. so far so good. Um, and they had 
uh, a lot of bar stock. Yeah, I was going to say a ton of steel <laughs> lying around. And they were at Harbor Freight <laughs> and they were looking around and they're like, hey, I could afford that welder. <laughs> hey, now, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <gasps> Honey, I've got a great idea. What? <laughs> we're going to have a baby? No. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a race car from the front of that old Civic I have, and and the also the back, back of, of that old motorcycle I have. Two perfectly good vehicles I have. I'm gonna ruin. <laughs> and that pile of bar stock. <laughs> I'm gonna make a race thing and win races against peoples for prizes for pink slips, Chuck. <laughs> for pink you race. This is the only reason to have this is to race for pinks <laughs> because. There's no chance you, you can't can. lose. <laughs> yeah, there's, no matter what happens, you literally cannot lose. Give me your pink slip. I have there is one. <laughs> <laughs> this vehicle is not legal in any way. Oh no, race, no, no. I said, give me you you win the race. Let's say you win the race. You get somebody's pink slip on their vehicle, right? Sure. And you've got another vehicle. You lose, and they're like, Give me your you know, and fuck it. No. <laughs> no. Fuck no. No, you get out of here. Never come back. <laughs> and you just go somewhere else. And you keep racing until you finally beat someone and you make a profit. I see. No one's going to take this thing's fucking pink slip. <laughs> you nuts? I'm, I would be shocked if this gets a pink slip. Well, it, that... Mm, mm, what are you going to do? Register as a motorcycle? Uh, $10,000. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand dollars yep for a project mm -hmm. no 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 how about instead <laughs> rodeo rig that makes oddly more sense we have a unique custom made rodeo rig one of a kind runs great message if interested and i got a youtube video about it oh my god and we're so there now, how would you describe this, Chuck? This is a look. It's like half of the front of a Yamaha Venture. Yeah, I was gonna say Yamaha Goldwing clone. Yeah, which is the Venture. It's a V4. Uh, Ends of, at about the back of the front seat, mm -hmm. and then it becomes a horse carrier. Yes, or a chariot. No, like, I, I'm reasonably certain that's a horse carrier. It could be modified to a chariot. I suppose, yes. I'm, be I'm, possible. I'm feeling like this should be a chariot. Yep. And they've got a picture of them, in fact, riding it. With a horse. With a horse. With a horse in the back. So, you know, I guess if you want to. And it's got buck horns. <laughs> of course it's got horns. Wait, does the picture have the horns? Yes, the picture has the horns, too. Okay, so this thing comes with the so horns. So this, this, weirdly, yes, is a it strange does. custom that does exactly what it says on the tin. It transports Friends, a horse. do you... Do you worry sometimes that your motorcycle may break down and you're thinking, I need a horse with me? <laughs> so you're saying I should buy this. <laughs> you know, I got to be honest. If you had a horse, <laughs> although one of your dogs is big enough to go in this. Uh, yeah. If you had a horse and you wanted to ride a motorcycle to take the horse somewhere, you could do a lot worse than this. In that very specific scenario, in this highly specific scenario, you're right. I there's there is. I don't want a car, but I want to carry my horse. There is little else to turn to. Here's the part that blows my mind about it. Look at how cheap this is. Something is wrong. Fifteen hundred dollars. Something is not. You right. can literally not 
buy a horse trailer for that much. Can you buy an Avenger for that much? That runs well? Yeah. Maybe. Something's not right. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, I, some. I think some of what's not right is it's just weird as hell. It is pretty right? weird. And you, know, you got to have a particularly special person special kind of person who's like i want to haul my horse somewhere on a trike you you <laughs> wait what i don't like cars and i don't like trucks mm-hmm. i don't like airplanes mm-hmm. or ships no no but i've got this horse mm-hmm. and i don't like riding him <laughs> <laughs> but i want to take him places because he's my butt dear abby <laughs> and this is what happened yeah i i this is this is one of those somebody had a vision and they made it happen yeah, they did. And here it is, and you can buy it. it it's a, it, it's a rodeo it's rig. The rodeo rig. We're going to put, you owe it to yourselves to go and look at the rodeo rig and watch the video because apparently it works. And this is much more appealing to me than the $10,000 trike thing. Weirdly, yes. <laughs> this, this, for all of its weirdness, makes perfect sense. It does exactly what it was meant to. It does exactly what it says it's meant to do. And with a little bit of effort, you can make it a chariot. Yep. Yeah, it wouldn't be hard to turn this into a chariot. This would be like pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. This would be pretty awesome in a parade. This it would, would be a actually. Great parade vehicle. It would be an awesome parade vehicle. Yeah. Mm. See, there's so many more things you could do with yeah. this besides take your horse. <laughs> you could take your cow. You could take your horse to the parade. You could take your goat. All right. How about instead, Honda Ruckus, come and get it. <laughs> for two thousand dollars yes that's, that's not what come and gets it means. for sale <laughs> 2018 honda ruckus with just over six thousand miles 2000 obo will entertain every offer the dancing uh, trades okay dirty talk <laughs> pros amazing working conditions uh boring shit cons slow as molasses but you're buying a ruckus not a crotch rocket missing left side mirror scratches from laying it down Air Wait, cleaner. How do you lay down a ruckus? Well, the uh, damn things already almost laid down the, as it is. So, yeah, you say that. <laughs> you have to understand that when you say no one could possibly crash that somewhere out there, there's someone who's like, well, <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> Give me a ruckus, kid. Everyone stand back. <laughs> he rides it right into the pool. Yep. yep. I, uh, yeah, come and get it. A 2018 ruckus. Yes, conspicuously absent from this picture. I sh- oh, excuse me. <laughs> conspicuously <laughs> absent from this from ad this ad is, is a, a picture. picture. There is a a, a yep. blank map. Yes, not only is it angry <laughs> with a map to like the middle of the literal middle of nowhere that has no roads on it. Yep. Uh, there's no picture of this. Come and get it does not mean give me two thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, come and come and get it. Two thousand. Bring two thousand dollars. Out to the open range. <laughs> place it in the horse trike. <laughs> Back away slowly. Back away slowly, and the ruckus will come out. You could use the horse trike to carry the ruckus. You could. And all of the raccoons. All the raccoons. <laughs> all of the raccoons. It's just there's an overcoat filled with raccoons. Yes. Driving that rodeo rig mm-hmm. <laughs> and selling that rig. Entire family of raccoons is living out of it <laughs> and has been for generations. They have opinions. Yep. Now, meanwhile, in the re- we can d- people need to get pictures in their ads, right, Chuck? Yes. Tell us about this one. This is a 2005 Honda Goldwing trike for twelve thousand five hundred dollars. That seems a little steep. It's. He likes to listen to 92.1 on the FM dial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has almost 80,000 miles 
And on his current trip B, he has 25 miles. What color is it? Uh, dust. <laughs> <laughs> this is a beautiful 30th anniversary Goldwing. Lots of options, including heel-toe ship. Set up for heated gear, heated grips, mechanic owned. Yeah. I have a I have maintenance records since I've owned it. Runs great, nothing wrong. I just had the opportunity to buy a new one. Bike is in Vegas, but for a serious buyer, I'd be willing to meet partway. The trike kick is a roadsmith. Yep. I the thing that really jumped out at me about this ad is the picture that is the featured picture on it. The the dusty odometer, <laughs> which is a really grungy dusty ass dash. dusty dash. So uh, are there pictures of the, of bike? the actual bike oh yes. there we go yeah, oh, there's yeah, a picture that of the actual looks, bike. why isn't that the feature picture? you know i don't know that should this, be these are the that's questions. a seller yeah because that bike is clean as it's fuck. a nice clean goldwing trike i'm not even convinced that first picture belongs to this bike yep because because there's the nice clean goldwing trike and there's, there's the that. dustiest fuck grimy ass <laughs> dash. uh dash that looks like it's broken <laughs> yes lead always lead with the dash this is so my my uh my mother's a realtor and uh, one of the things she uh, that really irks her is when people in their house pictures insist upon pictures of the toilet. She's like, the house has a toilet. Everyone knows the house has a fucking toilet. Stop putting the pi- toilet in the pictures. Oh, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there it is with, with, a, with a very verified set of miles on it. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely 79,665 miles. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we can say that with certainty with yes very Mm -hmm. confidently as at the time of that photo Mm -hmm. yes this is true Mm. what we got now custom neat 2800 bucks okay uh beautiful custom bike ned to see to fall in love vs 800 versus 800 no it's a vs 800 is the uh, volusia engine and yeah it's the intruder 800 versus 800 raccoons (laughs) <laughs> fall in love versus 800 yeah so there i was fighting 800 raccoons and it was a love story this is an anime wedding happening <laughs> yeah, i is. must fight the 800 raccoons but on the way i learn important lessons about love and dealing with your past uh-huh yeah um, mm-hmm. this is uh, to me it sounds like you just described a plot of jojo's bizarre adventure at the moment when the raccoons threw me through the rose window i remembered everything chuck <laughs> <laughs> so this is ostensibly a custom according to the thing. But as far as I can tell, the things that are custom are as follows. There's a custom rear fender and the yep. seat's a funny color. Yep. And, um, saddlebags. <sighs> oh, it has saddlebags on it. Yeah. 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 And the back is lowered to make it unrideable. Okay. To make a bike, which is, let's be honest, uncomfortable by its nature. Even more, more so. uncomfortable. Yes. But look at that rear fender. Yes, it, it's it's custom. Mm-hmm. Someone, custom. Someone made that. Absolutely not made from like a, a Tupperware bin. Just for this bike. Special. Special. Extra. Wow. Custom. Just like oh, cut wow. cut awkwardly into a shape at the end too, so you know it's custom. Wow. What would you just? I don't even know what to call that shape. There's some triangle issuesness on it's it. It's like a little tail. It's like a, it's a, yeah, it's a little like rat tail kind of thing, like a not not totally symmetrical. Is it? It's 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 like it's, it's the fender's pinching off a poop. I, it's like a little <laughs> turtle head peeking out. I don't know. I think it, it's it's like they saw they saw a custom fender on something on TV. They never saw a custom fender in their <laughs> life. No. And they had a Dremel, 
I, I believe they had a Dremel. <laughs> I don't believe they saw a custom fender anywhere. <laughs> they just thought it'd be a good idea to make one. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so, Chuck, I got to go back to the monkey for a minute. Consider, if you will, for a moment, the idea of riding that monkey far. Like a mile? Further. Gee. Oh, hey, you know what? I, um, I'm going to go to the bathroom. You're, I'll just, be back. you're just in the middle of an episode? Yeah, I'm good. I'll be right back. All right. I guess, I guess, guess I'll interview the guest by what? myself then. I'm on with Doug, a.k.a. Gromway Around. Doug, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Of course, you know, I haven't been riding for a really, really long ways on a really, really small bike. So, <laughs> you know, one of us is probably sore than the other. <laughs> yeah, a bit. Tell us about Gromway Round, which we should note is legally distinct from those other guys riding, quote, inappropriate touring bikes the length of two continents. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's a, a parody on that, I guess. So, mm-hmm. you, yeah. Or so you could say. I mean, as far as uh, me wanting to do uh, an adventure riding on a Grom, it kind of started off as a joke and then kind of developed into something more serious where I was like, oh, no, I can actually accomplish this. Like, this is totally doable. And here we are. (laughs) Be honest. When you say it started as a joke, did it start as a joke or did it start as a dare, possibly with some beer? (laughs) Yeah, it was. Well, it was kind of a. It was one of those jokes where there's a little bit of truth to it from the Mm -hmm. very beginning. Sure. Um, but yeah, I was just it was just between a roommate and I. I wanted to do a motorcycle trip, and mm-hmm. um, we were discussing uh, what kind of bike to do it on. I had a, I came from a, a V-Strom 1000. That's the bike mm-hmm. I had before. So, yeah. which was, you know, in most people's eyes, the perfect bike to do a trip like this sure. on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> clearly you're a man of taste if you're riding a Strom. <laughs> I like you already. Go on. <laughs> All right. Um, I kind of started looking at that, and I was like, well, that's you know, that's kind of boring because lots mm-hmm. of people do. Adventure rides on a Grom, yeah, exactly, or on a <laughs> on a V-strom. That's uh, you know, I was joking around with my roommate, and I was like, you know, what, what's the worst thing I could do it on? And we were joking about a Grom and how painful that would be, and yeah, you know, he was like, you'd have to be a masochist to do that, and all this other stuff. Uh, but um, one thing I, led uh, to another. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I started, I was like, man, that would be pretty funny though if somebody did that on a Grom. And I was like, well, I don't really see that many other people doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I got to be the one. So, <laughs> so, so you, you didn't even have a Grom before you got the idea. You were just, you were just Correct. like, well, so step one, if you're going to go on a long trip on a Grom. Uh, so actually let's, let's start with this. Where did you go on your Grom? So, uh, <clears throat> I left, uh, July 21st and I went, I left from Oklahoma and went over to, uh, New Mexico and then, Traveled up uh, along the Rockies, up through Colorado, and uh, a little bit of Nebraska and South Dakota. Uh, I actually I went to Sturgis uh, during the rally. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Wyoming, I went up through Yellowstone and Montana. And um, then Alberta, Canada, British Columbia, Canada, uh, Yukon, and then up into Alaska and uh, all the way north to to Dead Horse, to Prudhoe Bay. Wow. And then um, I came all the way back down and went uh, down through Washington and Oregon and California along the West Coast. And now I'm in L.A. So the goal is to make it to Argentina, I guess. But uh, I've got to go back home now and make some more money because I'm, I'm <laughs> empty now. <laughs> You're empty. You've used all seven gallons of gas that you could afford for the Grom to go <laughs> exactly, that far. Exactly, yeah. 
the the ten dollars in total I've spent on gas on the whole trip. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's cool. So so you started this whole thing without you're like I'm gonna ride a gram really far. Step one, get a gram. Yep. Yeah. So I actually I only got the gram like four weeks before I left on the trip. So it took me. I came up I came up with this idea about a year ago, and it took me. I mean I just I planned and stuff for for a whole year before I ended up being able to to acquire the bike and I I traded the V-Strom for it and all that. So traded the V-Strom for a Grom. Somewhere yep. someone right now is just has just crashed <laughs> into a tree because they're laughing at that. <laughs> that makes me smile. I'm glad that they laugh cuz I laugh at that too. Yeah, it's you know, I hey, you know, get get rid of it before it blows up on the way to teaching a class or so I heard from a friend. <laughs> um okay, so you, so you so you got the Grom. Now now I got I okay, I got to ask all of the obvious questions like uh so for starters like how that's not a very big bike to hold stuff on like how did you get all the stuff onto a grom there are some logistical challenges here yeah indeed yeah it was a it was a bit of an engineering challenge i'd say um especially you know nobody makes nobody really makes a lot of adventure accessories for grom or luggage Mm, racks or things of the sort so i kind of had to come up with my own stuff so i uh, built my own luggage racks, like welded them all together. And, um, I, uh, was able to get, like, I have a, like a roto packs a fuel packs, sure. uh, thing on Which the like side. like three Grom tanks big. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a, it's a gallon and a half. So it's, which is the same size as the Grom tank. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, I call it my range doubler. And then I've got, uh, I built this little rack on the front that connects, uh, to the forks that, uh, holds my tent and my tools and stuff. And then I've got a little slot where my camera case goes and, uh, the duffel, my duffel goes on the top, uh, in, in the back and the rack on the rack. And then I have a, a tank bag too. And it looks, a lot of people comment, they say like, that's, that's a lot of stuff and you have that thing overloaded, but, um, it's really, the, the bike is so small that it makes it look like more stuff than it really is. So sure. I think <laughs> your regular size bag looks gigantic yeah, by comparison. Exactly. Yeah. So now are you, are you a fairly regular size guy or are you like actually very small? So there's plenty of extra space. Yeah, I'm, so I'm pretty skinny. I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm 5'11 and, uh, like okay. a 145, 150. So I mean, not, I'm not small. <laughs> the bike definitely looks small under me, I think. Well, in fairness, the ground looks small under almost everybody. That is a fact, And, yes. you know, especially if you bring, like, a whole bunch of luggage out here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so, so, you, so you figured out how to get all the luggage on, and you take off from Oklahoma. Now, was there a point early on where you're like, wait, what am I, what am I doing? Or was it kind of where you just charged to be going at that point? Yeah, I... Uh you know, maybe a couple weeks in, I caught her, kind of started, uh, cause I'd never really been on a, a big trip like this or anything oh, sure. either. Okay. So, so, uh, a couple weeks in, it kind of hit me, but mm-hmm. even at this point, I, I still hasn't, you know, I go and look at like the map at where I've been and stuff and I, it still just floors me how far I've made it. And it, ha- it hasn't, I'm not quite, uh, comprehending it yet. I don't think it hasn't caught up to me. <laughs> sure. You're too busy, too busy doing it to consider it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so how is the Grom for a long ride? Because I'm sure that's what everybody's really wanting me to ask you. I mean, is this, um, is this the sleeper tourer nobody knows about? <laughs> uh, I, I, it's definitely, it's not the best tool for the job, I don't think, mm-hmm. but it's not, uh, I don't think it's as bad as, as 
myself and many others would expect. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the most comfortable thing, and obviously it's not very fast. Sure. But, um, I mean, it has its advantages. Like, um, you know, when I've I've taken it up four by four trails and stuff um, to camp and whatnot, and uh, when I drop it, <laughs> it's easy to pick back up. And sure. then, uh, and uh, I've been making some some days I make less, but for, on on average, I'd say I make, I make a little over eighty miles a gallon, about eighty five between eighty and ninety miles a gallon is what I'm usually making. So wow, that's a that's a bit of a change from the Strom. Yeah, yeah, the the forty or less that I was getting with that. <laughs> See, that's so, how I know your that's how I know your throttle hands heavy, sir. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, and. Uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm just running uh, the Grom. The Grom. I'm riding, uh, running wide open all the time, anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it's and it's still making that good of gas mileage. So if I backed off a little bit, I could probably make a little bit more. But um, so it's it's definitely uh, it's not the most comfortable thing, and it's not the fastest, but it sure is economical mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and easy to manage. Sure. And is, is there a certain, is there a certain swagger to showing up in something like a Grom on a really long trip? Cause I think of like Lois Price who does it on the little, like a TX or whatever, mm-hmm. TR, uh, Andrew Payne always tours on tiny little things. Those guys who did them on the Chinese scooters across the country and broke down halfway, of course. Yeah. But there, it seems like there's a certain swagger to showing up and being like, Oh, I'm, I'm on that bike. That's my, that's my rig. Yeah. I've, I've gotten a lot of, uh, comments like, uh, like, uh, oh, oh, one guy was like, uh, hey, you must have really big balls because you don't have to compensate for them or, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there, there, there definitely is. I mean, it's, it's, it's cooler than, especially once you, once you get up to like a certain point in Alaska and stuff, you start seeing, uh, and Canada, you start seeing all these adventure bikes all over the place and that's all there is. So you really stand out amongst all the other motorcyclists and, uh, and you get, it definitely, it gets some attention from people that are paying attention, you know? So now was most of the attention you got positive. Did you get some people giving you the, uh, you know, you're out of your mind, you're going to die. <laughs> bears are going to eat you and your bike. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Especially in the beginning, once I uh, once I had reached a certain point, it was kind of a, you know, people were more surprised. But before I got up to Alaska, like even especially before I even left, I mean, mm-hmm. there was a guy that told me, you know, like that uh, I've been to Alaska. That bike won't even make it up some of the hills and all this and that. Uh, and yeah. yeah, lots of lots of fear mongering about about mm-hmm. bears and all sorts of stuff. Um, but, um, but I'd, I'd say, I'd say most of it has been positive. Most people are, most people just think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, so when you went into Sturgis, did you park the Grom with all the stuff on it right in the middle of town next to all the great big <laughs> Harleys and be like, yep, yeah, what's up? Yeah. I, uh, I didn't, I didn't actually, I just rode through Sturgis, but I did have a, a guy as I was riding through the middle of town, there was a guy, uh, videoing me so <laughs> he's like but, you would uh, not believe what i saw yeah right it was a grom was, with luggage and everybody's like bullshit yeah that's not real what are you talking about you, you made that up <laughs> nobody makes luggage for the grom <laughs> 
so so what 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 were the kind of challenges that you hit on the small bike? I mean, were there parts of it where you were thinking, boy, a little more would be nice right now? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, with it being slow, anytime you uh, you hit a snag during the day and you're running behind and you're trying to get to a certain spot and mm-hmm. it's like you can't you can't open it up a little bit and and go a hundred for a little bit or whatever you uh, you're forced to to a certain speed so you end up showing up late and it's dark and cold or something and then mm-hmm. you have to set up time to set a tent <laughs> exactly yeah um and uh i mean for the most part it's it's not been too much of a nightmare as far as uh as far as other drivers have been um but there's been i've been definitely been in a couple situations where i've uh, i would have preferred to been able to get out of people's way <laughs> but <laughs> Now on but, the on the flip side though, are there times where having the small bike just is amazing? Absolutely, yeah. That's um, that's what I was about to say was um, you know, for what, for what it lacks in in, in speed and acceleration, it makes up for and and maneuverability, and it, it stops really quick too. So, um, and it's been especially nice in in California because I can lane split here, mm. so being able to fit in between lanes, even with the bike fully loaded is really nice. Cause I can, I can get through traffic and feel a little bit safer, not feel like I'm going to get rear ended. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So now I think, so did you end up having to do dual sport tires on the Grom or did you find something sport like, or did you just kind of wing it? Um, I did for the ride up to Alaska. I did, uh, just uh, some some Michelin street tires, but then for the for the Dalton Highway up to to Prudhoe Bay, I did switch to uh to some dual sport, some knobbies, um, some Shinkos that um, I was really glad I switched to because uh, I'm pretty sure I would have eaten it if I hadn't had those. Um, but other than that, no, I've just I've just run street tires. I put street tires back on it after I finished the Dalton. Sure. So, because who likes to go? But yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so as as you were up there on the Dalton amongst the other adventure bikes, um, were people were uh, hey, uh, it's still a, it's an adventure grom. <laughs> yeah. Were were you finding that you were now becoming like a pseudo celebrity in your own right? So, interestingly enough. Uh, so I left Fairbanks for the Dalton and then got to the Dalton sign, stopped to take pictures. I saw one person, one guy on some adventure bike come back south from the Dalton. He waved. And on my entire time up to Proto Bay and back to Fairbanks, I didn't see another motorcycle. Wow. So I was uh, – I hit it kind of late in the season, I think, mm-hmm. was the deal. Yeah. And so everybody had already, everybody that wanted to go had already gone. Gotcha. Um, but, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I, uh, I think there's, a, there's a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the adventure bikes end up ignoring me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but, uh, you frighten them. You or something. Them. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Or they're worried you're going to ask for help because you had to deploy the lifeboat from your BMW and now you're riding it. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> hey, that's keep... what they need, though, right? They need a Grom to, as a backup. Yeah, you lower the Grom off the back of the Goldwing, and then you ride that into the <laughs> port, right? That's how that works. So, so there you are, by yourself, on a Grom, middle of nowhere, Alaska. Do you just go flat out in those situations, or I mean, I guess I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to picture doing this on a bike that size, and uh, what that must feel like to be all by yourself in that just space. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess with the Grom, it's pretty much always flat out because it just oh right yeah <laughs> you're pretty limited, but uh, but yeah, I mean, um, uh you with well at least with the, with that road it's a, it's it's a different you have to watch out for different things you have to pay attention to different things i guess mm-hmm. because there isn't anybody else on the road but the road is so dangerous that you still have to pay attention ah <laughs> so um the road is plenty huh yes yeah exactly yeah uh, i i don't i can't even imagine dealing with traffic and that road that would be a nightmare so now you're you're back. You've gotten back down into the states, and I actually got to ask the border when they when you said I'm going to Alaska, were they like, what? <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, uh, give this guy the big search. When I, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that's what I was afraid of. I was like, man, I look weird, so they're just going to automatically assume that that that, that duffel's full <laughs> fetch, of cocaine or fetch something. Fetch the super search. <laughs> Get the big uh, scalpel enforcer. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, the uh, most of the 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 Canadian border crossings when I went into Canada, they didn't really say anything. They were kind of unfazed by it. But um, the guy going into Alaska was really, uh, you know, really firm and uh, you know, just just very very uh, border guard like. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the very end, he did. He was like, "What size is that?" And I was like, "It's a 125." And then he shook his head and he was like, "You're crazy." <laughs> Uh, and then coming back into, uh, into Washington, um, I got like a whole group of, uh, of, uh, border security, like gathered around me all pointing and laughing. So you were, that you was were fun. The border celebrity. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, so. At least they were, at least they were pointing and laughing as opposed to get out the long glove. Exactly. Yeah. And they, <laughs> thankfully they let me pass without, without any, any cavity searches or anything of the like. So now when you when you got down into more civilized regions and you ran into people there, did you have to explain to them where you'd been and they um, watch them try to figure that one out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, I, I think there's a there's a lot of people that don't understand how far away Alaska is. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, it's number one. Alaska is massive. It's, it's next to Washington, right? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's what everybody thinks. Uh to you know like north to south alaska is the same size as the the 48 continental states mm-hmm. and then to get up there you have to go through canada and canada is massive too so it's a long way away um and uh so sometimes you have to explain to people like you know like like you don't get how far away this way this is but then the people that that get it are uh yeah they're always really really surprised they're like you rode that up to alaska like how did uh how did that make it? And like, what broke? And when I tell them that basically nothing's broken, they're really surprised. And, uh, it's a Honda. It has very few moving parts. It's exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much bulletproof. 
So which, what's the number one touring accessory you wish somebody would make for the Grom? Tour tech, pay attention. Oh, boy. Here comes the profit. <laughs> um, some, kind of, some kind of windshield, I think. Um, just because I, I, I don't – the one that I have doesn't work very well. Mm-hmm. And um, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm really asking here, but some kind of adventure fairing would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the fared Grom, the touring Grom. Yeah. The Grom yeah, exactly. T. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or or you can get the TX, which has laced wheels, right? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the adventure. See, we need to. I need to. I need to go talk to Honda and get mm. them started on this. Or, I have a whole line just, of it. Or you just start talking to Touratech and you start helping them sell adventure parts for the Grom, and you're like the expert who can show up and be like, "Let me tell you a thing <laughs> yeah. or two about touring on a Grom." <laughs> if if only we can convince a couple other people that touring on a Grom is a good idea. Grom, it's the sleeper tourer nobody knew about. <laughs> well, it's got got maximum swagger, right? Grom swagger. Pretty much, yeah. So, so you're in LA now, and you got to get back to Oklahoma. Are you going to take the direct boring route on? Well, I guess the highways are out, huh? Yeah, yeah, I stay off interstates. <laughs> so, so what's the uh, what's what's the plan? Are you going to hit any other mountain ranges? Are you going to uh, just go for it? Um, yeah. So I think right now I'm I'm going to be trying to get home uh, relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to come back out because the, the route that I want to take, uh, down through Mexico is through, through Baja. Um, so you do know I'll, that ends in an ocean, right? Yeah, that's right. I have to take a ferry. <laughs> Just check. <it>. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, but yeah, um, so I, I'm going to come back, uh, out West and, and then, uh, visit San Diego too. Cause I haven't been to San Diego. So, and then go go south from there so cool um i don't know if i'll um your grand canyon is something else i'd like to see i think so um i don't know if i'll see that going on the way back or 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 vice versa but so for your next ride though now that now that you're a thing now that runway round is a thing <laughs> are you expecting now we're going to have sponsorship is to is there going to be a tour attacked out rom for the second half I don't know. Um, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm crossing my fingers for is that, uh, is that now I've proven that like I can do it, the bike can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and to me, I mean, I look at it as a pretty good, pretty good marketing opportunity for, for, you know, multiple different things. If I'm, if I'm crazy enough to, to ride this little bike and, uh, demonstrate that a product can, can take a beating, you know, for mm-hmm. however many miles and in, in rough conditions or whatever. I don't know. Um, but there's a, I'm trying to find it here. There is actually a company that started making adventure accessories um, uh, for the Grom. So clearly, you're not the only one with this wacky idea. No, not quite. Um, there, there are a couple guys uh, from from Sweden who have ridden uh, as as far as I know all, all the way to Malaysia on Groms. So, 
Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's further than I've been so far. So that's pretty serious. I think that's further than you can go in the Western Hemisphere. It pretty. Yeah, line. I think I think so. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there is a. I'm actually I'm part of a Facebook group that's the uh, the mini bike uh, mini bike adventure group. So there's huh. a there is a there's some sort of niche market there mm-hmm. for it. Sure. And, and it's I, certainly I, more approachable than the uh, I'm going to do a huge ride with a big expensive bike and three cars following me and a chef and that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and well, yeah, one of the reasons I picked this bike was was to kind of make a statement of uh, you don't need – there's no specific bike that you need to do a, a trip like this or whatever. You can do it on a – if you have a Grom, go for it, you know, and you don't have to – you don't have to go to Alaska necessarily, but it doesn't take a, a, a you know, 1200 GS to to go on a, a cool adventure or whatever. It just takes the willingness to go. Exactly, yeah. And also some homemade luggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depending on uh, on what kind of bike you choose, yeah. All right. So um, make sure you check out Doug's site at gromwayround.com. Um and uh, make sure to look for his upcoming accessories of uh, Grom luggage and uh, ways to carry your personal chef behind you on your Grom. <laughs> Doug, thanks so much for talking with us tonight, man. Yeah, thank you, too. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Well, welcome back. Do I, <clears throat> that was a really long trip. Do, do I need to refinish that bathroom don't, or something? Don't go in there. <laughs> Damn. Don't go in there for a while. Wow. You, you missed the whole interview. <gasps> what? The entire interview. We had it. What? Yeah, I interviewed really? a guy who rode really far in a Grom. Like a mile? <laughs> oh, man. You missed the boat, bro. Two, two miles? Several, actually. Wow. Yeah. That sounds fun. Multiple trips to the store. <laughs> All right, not mentioned in the interview, but you can also check out Doug's site, gromwayaround.com, which one of our listeners gave away before this interview. <laughs> Carl. Who? What? Carl. Oh, Carl, yeah. That ruins the surprise, Carl. <sighs> he bought a new bike. Yeah. Yeah. Bastard jerk. Anyway, uh, you can check out Doug's page at gromwayaround.com, and you can also check out his Patreon, which is cleverly named Gromway Around, if you liked what he's doing and want to see a longer trip on a Grom. So he's doing this on a monkey? No, no, it's a Grom. A Grom. Grom, oh. hence the name. Gotcha. Grom, Gromway Around. I, I wasn't here. I, I got that. Yeah. yeah. Don't go in your bathroom. Okay. Ever again. <laughs> it's now closed. The voices were there when I got there. Oh, okay. I'm unsettled. <laughs> what, what have you learned this week, Chuck? The voices were there when I got there. Oh, okay. What have you learned, Todd? I, I've learned that clearly we need to do this like online more. <laughs> but that we, that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. Oh, I got to go back to the bathroom. I'll be oh, right. Oh, God. Ride safe, everyone. See you next time. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.
And it's not that I've had two beers that makes me giggle like this. It's that I just giggle like this naturally. I know. This is a 2005 whole Honda Goldwing trike. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, I don't think that's my, my, that's not my exit line, is it? See you next week. See you next, see you next week. time. See you next time. Yeah, it's right. See you next week. No, wait. See you next it's, time. See ya. Yeah, that's right. Well, you say right safe, and I'll say we see you next time. Yeah. Right safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, I just broke the, broke the mic. God. Okay, damn. bye.